Hello everyone and welcome to a brand new episode of Business with the Stars. My name is Najma and in today's 100th episode, we are going to have our 10th book review, The $100 Startup. So first of all, before starting and jumping right into our episode, I just want to take a time to celebrate episode number 100. I am so happy and excited and proud of myself and really grateful to all of you for supporting me, listening to me. Uh, 100 episodes is a huge achievement. I never thought uh, one day that I would have a podcast, let alone having 100 episodes. That means that it's almost close to be a year now. Um, I started last year in July and we are almost end of May very soon. So first of all, thank you so, so much to all of you uh, for supporting me, for being there, for being constantly uh, communicating with me, talking to me, engaging in different ways. Uh, I am unbelievably grateful for you and I really appreciate you and uh, your time that you take to actually listening to me. So 100 episodes is actually a lot of time. Uh, on average, um, my episodes last between 15 to 20 minutes. Uh, sometimes it's more, sometimes it's less. So you can only imagine 100 episodes times 15 minutes. That's 1500 minutes, so almost 25 hours. So it's a lot of work, it's a lot of dedication, it's a lot of different ideas and topics uh, to constantly find, to make sure to stay relevant, um, to talk about things that hopefully are always bringing value and make sense, uh, not only for people to listening to me, but also uh, for myself to really stick to what I believe is right when I talk about businesses, when I talk about people, um, and when I talk about life in general, because most of you know by now on Fridays, we have also a mental health focus episode that are specifically about life in general and how to be as balanced as we can. So honestly, I am very, very happy uh, today. It is a huge milestone and I'm very proud of myself. Uh, it's amazing. So episode 100. Um, and book review number 10 as well is also another huge celebration. So uh, I started doing my book reviews uh, one month after starting my podcast. So the first month that I started was July 2020. And in August 2020 was my first book review. So like I said, in two months, uh, we are going to be having our one-year anniversary, so book review number 10 uh, is just two months away from that. So I am very, very excited. 10 books. Um, it is amazing. I love reading. I love listening to books. I have learned so much also by focusing on this particular part of my business uh, where I really read books and try to find ideas from other places to share them with you. Uh, I really loved and love every single book that I read. Um, honestly, they bring so much uh, value to me and I really hope that every time that I do a book review, uh, you guys also enjoy it. 
So today book review the $100 startup is exactly um, I have chosen that book actually because of that. Again, I always want to bring books that I would read uh, either way, whether I would run a company or not. I would love to know more about these authors. Uh, and The $100 Startup is a book that I have seen uh, in multiple lists of business books to read. Um, and I've always wanted to actually do it. So I'm really happy that uh, I went ahead and go with that for this month. Um, and again, I really hope it, it is an amazing book huh, to tell you guys. So I really hope that um, it will bring you a lot of value uh, and that you will really, really love it. Um, and you will decide to actually read it uh, after listening to this book review. So uh, what I really like to do uh, and the way I structure my book reviews for all of the new uh, listeners is that I really like first to talk about the author uh, to understand who he is before jumping into the book itself. So the book, The $100 Startup, um, was written by Chris Gilbo. Uh, who's an American author and entrepreneur, and he published uh, the book in 2012. So almost now uh, 10 years. I mean, next year will be 10 years. Uh, it is an amazing book. So he has also a really interesting life. So he was born and raised uh, in the state of Washington, and then he moved to the Philippines and lived there for two years with his parents. And the reason why uh, the author's life is always very interesting is because obviously whatever is happening in your life will actually um, really impact a lot the way you think, which is just logical. So there is a reason why I'm specifically mentioning Asia, because a lot of the ideas that he has um, written in this book actually uh, are very much Asian, I would say very simple and easy and accessible. So I really like that. So, I mean, he, re he wrote a lot of other books after. The first one is the one we are reviewing today, The $100 Startups, that, like I said, was published in 2012, uh, so nine years ago. And then Side Hustle in 2017, and then The Money Tree last year in 2020. So um, I really like the way he writes, and I really like how he structured the book, and um the book in itself uh, is basically, let's say, a study of uh, 1,500 people that have followed their passion, that have obviously created a company with less uh, than $1,000. So, I mean, um, let's say between 100 and um yeah, $100,000, uh, but also companies that are actually working. So companies that are making money, so $50,000 a year, and people that have no special skills, let's say, and are running small businesses that have less than five employees. So this is really the base of the book. So um, the book is exactly... Uh, what the title says. So he's talking really about startups uh, that do not cost much uh, and are being run by, again, uh, either one person, so solo entrepreneurs, uh, or maximum five employees. 
So I personally really loved uh, really this book because again, from the very beginning, um, he talks about something that I mentioned quite often and that is value and how to help people. So you have a lot of different chapters. I am not going to go through them uh, one by one because it doesn't really make sense. What I'm going to do is I'm going to cover um, topics specifically that he talked about that I believe um, are really important to point out. Uh, so obviously here as well, uh, this is the way that I look at the book based on um, how also I love companies and how I think they should uh, run. So obviously every single point that I'm selecting here uh, are also a bit biased because obviously this is how I already agree with him um, on these points. So the first point that I really loved uh, about the book and he covers that from the beginning to the end is value uh, and what people are going to actually find and gain but actually working with you or even paying you. And in his book, the first definition that he actually gives is what value means to him. And what he says is that uh, value means helping people. So to him, freedom and value have a strong relationship. So the more you help others, the more you're going to figure them out uh, and the more you're going to find a way to actually uh, produce something, whether it's a service or a product, that people are actually going to pay because it is going to really make things easy for their lives. So every time that you think about an idea and obviously it doesn't have to be expensive, that's the whole point of the book, you always have to think on how your idea is actually helping people having a better life. So um, that is the first idea that he covered and in the book, um, again, he goes into a lot of different details about uh, how whatever you're going to create need to always improve someone's life. Um, and he has to uh, help them really straightforward and immediately understand how they're going to pay you. So never actually create a company where people are going to struggle to find a way to pay you. Uh, and one of the examples that he took, because obviously um, this book was published in 2012, so it's very, very recent. Uh, we are talking about years where technology was already developed and he's talking about that. And he's saying today, even if you have a PayPal account, people can pay you. And PayPal is available in many, many countries and anyone knows how to actually use it. So you cannot have a company where people are struggling to understand how to pay you, how to talk to you or how to communicate with you. If someone thinks that what you're doing has value, the number one thing you should think about is how are you going to help these people actually get your service and get your product. So real value to clients is really going to be through your connection with them. Uh, and I really, really love this because um, definitely this is something that not only um, I see uh, in my own life, I mean, even not only business, but in my own life, I am also a consumer. 
uh, when I actually pay people, not only I like to know that it's easy to give you the money, but I rarely spend money if I really don't see what you what you're gonna give me back or uh, any value. It is very rare. Um, that I'm just going to purchase something because I am emotional about it. Uh, it's really every time that I'm going to purchase something and I can give uh, the example, for example, because I am a consultant. So I have paid consultants to actually get advice. I have paid coaches to actually to actually help me. Um, so when you actually... Um, pay these people and it's very important to actually do that especially uh if you are in a sector or industry and you want to learn more what other people are doing i really encourage you to actually do that so i know that for example you have so many different consultants you have so many different coaches out out there um which ones you to choose and the one that i actually find very easy to work with are people that when i looked at the linkedin profile or when i googled them i uh, looked looked very approachable but also very easy to just book time with them and uh just book an hour uh without really having to go through a lot of different conversations because again in your mind uh, you know the kind of questions that you have. If you trust someone because of what they're saying, then you just go ahead and pay them and go ahead. There's really no brainer in keep asking questions and keep trying to find things. Uh, you go ahead and you ask whatever you want and you get your answer. So definitely this first point was an amazing uh, one for me to hear about and know that someone else um, and many, many people that I know already apply this because, again, running a business is about people first. So uh, the other point uh, that I have noted again um, that I really, really, really liked uh, was the location. And uh, he actually uh, used a quote to talk about how locations are actually overrated. And he said, uh, and that's a quote from John Le Carré. And the quote is, a desk is a dangerous place from which to watch the world. And I really, really love that quote. And I have never heard it before. A desk is a dangerous place from which to watch the world. And I really felt that deeply because there is a huge difference be between the way now that I understand and I see business money financing uh, and finances versus when I was working at Microsoft, sitting on a desk and actually thinking that I actually understood how everything worked. So the moment I heard uh, that quote, because I, I listened to it with audiobook, uh, I cannot even tell you how strongly it resonated with me because this is really, really true. And one of the things that I have really and I love so much about having my company is really that there's not a single month or a single day that I'm just at a desk waiting for things. I spend my time going to people, talking to people, um, whether it's online, whether it's physically. I have not stopped since I opened this company and I have moved to Bellevue. Uh, when I used to live in Bellevue, every single day was even fun to actually go and meet new people. Um, 
I tried so many different meetings. I went to BNI meetings. I went to the Chamber of Commerce in Bellevue. I went to City Hall in Bellevue and attended meetings. Uh, as you know, I volunteered at a farmer's market. Uh, I was also a volunteer for six months at the UW University. I really participated in any single way that I could. And after that, when I took my break, I went to Indonesia. Uh, you can't even imagine again how it was impactful to participate outside my comfort zone uh, to another business, another country that I knew nothing about. Uh, so I spent yeah, a year, as most of you know, in Indonesia to volunteer at a um, at, a, at an NGO that is called Yayasan Musaha Mulia. And I, in short, I helped with businesses and strategy and management and people again. So um, this is something that really was amazing because, again, I did not only stay in one place. I traveled all over. Um, and it was amazing to just even look at things outside uh, again, a desk where you sit and you think that you know. So again, location is really something that is going to open your eyes so much uh, with whatever you're trying to do and whatever you're trying to accomplish to actually understand, but how exactly do people buy and how exactly do people live? Um, and again, I mean, without going overboard, but always being really focused in what you want. Uh, so for example, most of you know, um, after my, my website um, went live actually a couple of weeks ago uh, that I have now worked and I'm even finalizing my um, young adults um, financial literacy books. And this is something, for instance, that I have always wanted to do, but I really could focus and create my first book when I was in Indonesia and I was asked to actually do that. Um, and I really love that because it even helped me understand actually it's not that deep. I mean, yes, you have to structure what you're writing. You have to do things that are, um, let's say, in, in a young mindset where people understand very quickly. You have to find ideas for dialogues and etc. But the truth is, again, coming back to the price, it's not expensive. Um, it will take your time, but anything will, and it will really help you understand what you want, but actually going to other people. So this is the second point that I have noted um, out of the book. The book is eight hours on audiobook. So again, there is a lot of points. Uh, I'm just doing the review again, the way I feel uh, is very important for me to actually talk about it. So location, if you're looking at your business today, whether you are online or whether you are in a specific office, is something to really be careful because you need to focus again on people and you need to focus um, really on a wide range of other people. Uh, and the next point that I'm going to, to talk about is going to explain that even more, but a different type of demographics. So that was our second point, um, location. And again, the quote uh, that I have noted down is a desk is a dangerous place from which to watch the word from John Le Carré. Uh, an amazing way to really look at your business and start thinking on, on growth uh, and how to sell more. 
So uh, the very uh, logical point that followed that even in the book was about demographics. Uh, and this is something that, again, I really, really loved because coming back again to my business as finance and even thinking about finance very broadly, even to kids and teenagers and just education in general, again, reconfirmed how smart that was by reading this part of the book. And in here, what Chris did is that he talked about different type of demographics uh, that are very important to focus on and not just think that there is one because you read just one study. So the first one that he's talked about is um, opportunities in general. So what he's saying is that you have to always think about new demographics. And here he's, he quote actually Richard Branson. Um, obviously, all of you know who Richard Branson is. He's the Virgin CEO. And he's talking about business opportunity being like buses. So there's always another one coming along, which means that you really have to understand how your business works in order to also sometimes let business pass and actually understanding what you can do better for when the next opportunity comes, then you will actually stay and you'll benefit from it. So that's why he's calling new demographics. So in that, he broke that down into you can have traditional demographics and you can have non-traditional demographics. So what he's talking about when he said traditional demographics are basically what all of us um, in any kind of study have always thought were the focus. So here we're talking about age, we're talking about location, we're talking about sex, we're talking about gender, we're talking about race, and we're talking about ethnicities. So these, these, are, these are traditional demographics that a lot of people are going to talk about. And they can be, um, let's say, it's easy or hard to actually reach out. Uh, let's say, for example, gender, race, or even location that we did talk about or age. But for some people, maybe this is exactly what they want. And he said, if you also want to look at your business uh, differently and actually make it, you have to maybe not focus on demographic that way, but also look at the non-traditional demographics. And by that, he means interest, passion, um, beliefs, values. And these are called psychographics. So basically, let's say, for example, most of you that have been listening to me for a very long time uh, know that the way I eat is more mid-centric and carnivorous. So this is, for example, an interest or beliefs or value that I have. So, for example, regardless of your sex, location, age, gender, race, ethnicity, if you believe in something that is whatever you're believing in, that is a demographic that you can actually focus on to actually sell. And this was really, really interesting because obviously in his book, he gives tons of examples. So the 1500 people that I talked about in my intro are actually mentioned in the book. Um, not all of them, but honestly a lot. So I'm pretty sure half of them. And he actually gave the example of paleo diet. So that's why I also talked about carnivore. So he talked about paleo diet being eating like our ancestors. So no processed food, anything that is of season, anything that is around you, anything that is basically uh, coming from nature. 
And he said, uh, and he talked about a woman in Canada that actually uh, created a recipe book based on that and made millions because she was actually helping people not only understanding the food, but she understand that some people, again, just want to buy something. And she started making um, meals to actually uh, sell them on top of the book. So he was saying that this, for example, is what we call psychographics and psychographics are nothing but people interest people passion people beliefs and values and again here the examples that he gave were really a long list he talked about sports um he talks about people that are passionate about biking he talked about a lot of different ideas um, to understand exactly what non-traditional demographics are. So, for example, when it comes to me, I know that this is something even prior to reading the book I have always had in my mind. So, my value are about family and about raising your kids properly and about really focusing on your family to do the best because that's how society, in my opinion, uh, actually have more stability. And that is something that I've always wanted to really focus on when I started thinking about how to reach out uh, to family and what is the most important to them, which is kids um, and uh, their kids and also uh, focusing on really something that um, I love doing, which is really bringing value uh, and a different way of thinking about very important topics. So at least the topics that I think are important. Uh, and money definitely is one of them. No one wants the kids to go to college and end up having a lot of debt without having a good job. Uh, and people want to help the kids understanding budgeting, saving, these kind of things that really are very important that you want to be able to also add that to education. So again, here, for example, this is exactly what I applied in my business, uh, which is non-traditional demographics without even knowing that that was the term or even that it was called psychographics. Uh, so again, this is something that I really, really liked um, as the next point, and that's why I have selected it. Um, just after value and location is really who to sell to. So uh, this is really something that um, I really loved tremendously uh, because this is something that many people don't really realize when they really look at different studies to try to find answers online. Uh, very often you have to remember that whatever you are reading, uh, someone most probably got paid to actually say that. So um if you only focus, for example, on age, you might miss a lot of opportunities. If you're only focusing, for example, on gender, uh, you might miss a lot of things. If you're only focusing on ethnicity or race, you, again, you might miss a lot of things. Uh, yet, a lot of ways that people actually talk um, make people believe that that's actually a good focus to have. So uh, that was another great point that I thought was really relevant to talk about. Uh, and I hope that you really like it. So the next point that I want to talk about again as part of our book review is an amazing thing, again, focusing on people and it's going to be referrals. 
So he talks again, like I said, his intro was about people. So like I told you, value to him and his definition was value means helping others. So obviously the concept of referral is really easy. You have to refer someone that you believe is good and you are getting something out of it. So he spent a lot of time explaining um, how encouraging referrals and how referrals will really grow your business. And he really gave, again, very specific examples. Uh, and at the end of the um, review, I will even uh, give you the link to the website, The $100 Startup. Um, and he's really, really giving very concrete example on how to do it. So how to add refollow, for example, into your website that I'm going to do as well very soon. How to help people to sign up into your page. How to help people having referral programs. Because every time that you're going to actually, again, show people that they will bring value to your business by gaining something, a lot of people are going to be really help, willing to help you and participate participate with you because there is a very high chance that people know more people um, that can help you that you can never reach out to. And this coming back really to his people focus, um, which is a huge part of his book. And he's saying, if you really want to save in marketing, a lot of people are busy. You really have to be inviting by showing people that they can gain uh, even cash or even money by really helping you. So encouraging referrals was, again, a huge part um, of the first section of the book. And that also will help you getting positive feedback um, from anybody. Because like he said, you have to remember that a lot of people that maybe will never buy from you can just really, really like you. So if you really... Uh, helping them helping you it's not because they don't need what you have to sell that they don't believe in what you do so really the importance of referrals is really is really that how to get positive feedback from people who don't buy from your product or your service um, and just having them tell you that you are on the right track so maybe for example let's say coming back to my example of the young adults book that I'm going to publish a lot of people that I know do not have kids, but at the same time, a lot of people that I know are parents. So it doesn't mean that the people that actually do not have kids are not in contact themselves um, with maybe people from their family that actually have kids. And if they like me and they appreciate me, they can very easily refer what I'm doing, talking to a school, helping, maybe they're working in the education you never know actually how people that really appreciate you can really bring value into your life just because um, they really think that what you're doing is really helping and building relationships. So again, business strategy, uh, and that's really something that he says, business strategy should be 50% creating and 50% connecting. So a business should really be focused on profit and you cannot spend your entire time actually going to people. You need to help people helping you as well. And you also need to be creating. Um, and one of the other quotes that he actually um 
I mean, that wasn't a quote because that's something that he actually said himself, is that you really have to be careful to not work on your business, uh, to work on your business, sorry, and not in it. Uh, so really the creation part is really big and important is that you constantly have to be focused on your business, making your business grow. It is your responsibility to find ideas. It is res your responsibility to be creative. So don't also build businesses that are so big that you end up like everybody else just being an employee. So um, that was really an amazing way to actually, and that was actually towards the end of the book. And I actually really love that because that is very true. Something that I really love about what I do is I really take the time. I take the time to think about where I want to go. I take the time to focus on my revenue. Um, obviously, my ultimate goal is to be able to become American. So that also is a huge part because I need to employ enough people. I need to be able to submit my green card uh, application. And all of that obviously implies that I need to really work on my business to show the value that I'm bringing and not just as an employee that is just answering uh, clients without having a bigger vision on what I want to do. So that is it for our book review today. I'm just going to uh, recap the points that we just talked about uh, before rating the book. So the book review today, our 10th book review is The $100 Startups uh, by Chris Gilbo. Um, and we talked about value, we talked about location, we talked about demographics, and we talked about referrals. Um, I listened to the book via audiobook, and it took me now uh, 8 hours and 15 minutes. Um, so I really took my time. I mean, usually I listen to this book in two days, uh, but I started, I think, two weeks ago, and every single day I will listen one hour uh, here and there. Um, and some days when I really loved it and I had time, I would listen to it more. So it's very much um, an interesting book as, as actually for people that are solo entrepreneurs or just entrepreneurs. Uh, it would give you a lot of ideas. It will give you a lot of amazing content. And what I'm going to do as well um, in my episode description is I'm going to add the link to the website 100startup.com. So there's no dollars in the URL. It's 100startup.com. And this is an amazing platform that actually Chris created. And you can click on all the different sections. You have six. You have home, about, resources, tour, order, and reviews. And if you click actually on resources, which is a section that I really loved, you will have a lot of different PDFs and documents that are very simple and easy. And I don't know if you guys remembered when I actually presented my website, I actually said, if you have any business plan for any other place, you can just book some time with me and review it. And this is exactly what I was talking about. So here, if you click on all of these different um, PDFs that he actually um, 
attached and resources, you will see that they're very simple. All of them are just one page instant consulting business or the one page business plan. Uh, and the questions are very straightforward to write them down. Uh, but there is no details like the business plan, for example, that I have attached where I really break down uh, revenue cost, what you want to produce, etc. So these, again, are amazing, amazing resources to start at least thinking about what you want to do. And a conversation with me or any other consultant can actually help you uh, break down further where you want to go. So I really encourage you to check out this website, to read the book. Uh, if I had to give a rating, it would be five out of five. Uh, I really love the book. It's very easy. It's very straightforward. It has tons of examples, which I really love because it's very, very concrete. Uh, most of the points that he talked about, I 100% agree with them because I apply them already. So again, um, an amazing author. I had never re read anything uh, that Chris Gilbo had done before. This is my first book. Um, so I'm really happy about it. And I will definitely uh, read another book of his. Maybe not the next one, but I will. So I really hope that you guys will enjoy it as well. Uh, thank you so, so much again for joining me today for our first episode of the week, episode number 100 and our book review number 10. I really appreciate you and I appreciate your time. I wish you an amazing and beautiful week and I will talk to you again on Wednesday for our family episode. Thank you so, so much and bye.